Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I bring you greetings from your brothers and sisters in Long Beach, California, the LBC, right down the road. But you know, as a pastor who has been called to live and work in a place that many of you would probably consider a, a pretty dark place, as a pastor who, who walks alongside people who are formerly incarcerated and currently gang impacted, as a pastor who literally invites gang members into his house every week for Bible study, I have a question for you this morning. Do you understand what you have? Do you realize what's been given to you? Do you realize who you are, but more importantly, whose you are. Do you believe it? Do you realize that you've been called out of darkness into his marvelous light? Do you believe it? If so, then get out there. What are you waiting for? Let the world know, no, let the world see that your light has come, that their light has come, and it's on you. And it shines through you. You see, the world we live in is a very dark place. I see it every single day. I see the results of the darkness and the sin that's all around us, the misery, the fear, the anxiety, the impression, the whole slew of other bad stuff. Ultimately, I even see the death. You see, people are walking around and they're, they're groping at walls like blind men. They don't have eyes to see. They stumble and they fall. They, they seek so desperately for a cure for the sin that they're stuck in. Just to have a little bit of hope. No matter how hard they try, though, they stumble and fall. It's like the walking dead out there sometimes. But not you and I, though. You see, we've seen the light, and more than that, we were called out of darkness into his marvelous light. I mean, once we walked in darkness, we were like the walking dead, but we too now live in the light. Get up! Shine! I guarantee you that as, as the Lord works in you and through you, other people will see that light, and they'll, they'll come to know him. But you've got to get out there. Calm down. Only got uh, like six more minutes, so you know, we got to, don't be yelling for like the next eight, right? Maybe I get a little bit ahead of myself. You know, I'm pretty passionate about the fact of this whole idea of the light and shining. In fact, in our text this morning, Isaiah gives us the command to get up and shine. Verse 1, arise, shine. It's not a suggestion, but a command. He, you see, Isaiah spends the preceding chapters giving a description of Israel's inability to live up to God's righteousness, to his justice. You see, because of Israel's horrible leadership and their gross idolatry, God has hidden his face from his people. And darkness and depravity and death are all around. Now the faithful respond by confessing their sins, and God responds to that by putting on the armor of a warrior and, and rescuing the faithful remnant. 
He also sends the Redeemer who will come to Zion to those in Jacob who turn from their transgressions. Chapter 59, 20 tells us. The Lord goes on to promise a covenant with them through the Spirit-empowered suffering servant. The Spirit and the words given to the servant will continue to abide even with the offspring and the faithful remnant and to the offspring's offspring forevermore. And it's also through that suffering servant that all creation will be restored. So who is this suffering servant that is to come? It's the Messiah. It's Jesus Christ, the light of the world. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of men. The light that shines in the darkness. You see, God's glory comes. Freely it comes. Apart from anything we say or do, it comes to us through Jesus Christ. It comes and it brings us out of our darkness into His marvelous light. Not because we've earned it, not because we deserve it, but because of His great love for us. You see, Jesus is the light of the world who took on flesh to heal our hurts, to forgive our filth, and to destroy our darkness. The Son of God became a human being to live the life we could not and die the death that we deserve. He is the light of the world, and whoever follows him will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. He's the true light, the light who gives light to everyone. Through our baptism, he calls us out of darkness into his wonderful light. I mean, see, the reality is that we live in a very dark and sinful and broken world. And if we're really honest with ourselves, we see other people's darkness and brokenness and sinfulness, and it's easy to be like, oh, those are dark people. But every time we look in the mirror, we struggle with the same thought. Our own sinfulness. Our own darkness. It's that darkness that leads to death. As Isaiah says in chapter 9, 2, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness on them, the light has shone. You and I, through faith in Jesus Christ, have been called out of darkness into his wonderful life. I don't know how else to say it or how many times I need to say it. We were once in darkness, but now we have the light in the Lord. And Paul encourages us to do, to live as children of the light. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Get up. Get out there. The light of God who has come into the world, the one who is on us, you and me, he doesn't just call us to sit and do nothing. Rather, he calls us to go and to work in the vocations that he calls us into daily, to the places where we live, where we learn, where we labor, and where we laugh. And as we walk in faith through the power of his Holy Spirit, he both works in us and through us. He calls others to himself, to himself and opens their eyes as well. Brothers and sisters in Christ, it's time to arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Amen.